It's in the danger zone. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, Ooh, sorry. No, sorry. We're sorry we're laughing. It's just, that was bad timing. Sorry about that. Well, hello everyone from their bunkers around uh, the UK and the world. Um, I am here for the BIHA podcast with uh, my colleague, uh, Nick. How are we doing, Nick? I'm very well, Rambo. Thank you, sir. I'm, I'm doing okay. I'm I'm nestled down i'm getting out a little bit um but uh trying to keep keep to the protocols as much as possible except i'm apparently um a frontline worker so I, I, the courts have got to stay open at the moment so really uh, yes <laughs> if everyone right. okay that's that's a strange one yeah if everyone could just stop having legal legal difficulties for the next three months then i i get some time off so uh you know could you pass that along please <laughs> um, so Nick, uh, we're obviously going to do I don't know how many of these we'll, we'll do um, a, a daily one possibly depending on how lockdown we get might be possible uh, but certainly we'll be doing a few of these um, as things progress um, so uh, Nick, can I just check uh, have you got enough toilet paper in your house, have you been panic buying that or no, we, we haven't panic bought toilet paper so much to the extent that it is a bit of a panic that we don't have as much toilet paper as the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. well, I, I reckon it's going to soon become currency. Um, yeah, I can imagine so, in the new world. In the, in the new world, it's going to be, you know, how much is this? Three sheets, you know, instead of three pounds. Uh, <laughs> um, so, uh, so, Nick, um, obviously we've not got any nationals to talk about or any power rankings, uh, with nationals obviously being cancelled, I mean, what are, what are your plans for April now? I don't don't know what what do like normal people do in April, right? <laughs> I know I know it's not exactly a normal situation at the minute, but but if anyone's got any suggestions, they should probably um, message Rambo or message BYJ social media handles of suggestions of what we can all now do in April instead. Yeah, I mean it's it's a it's a really weird time because well, not only. As my usual April being completely cancelled um, and blown, blown to smithereens, um, I'm I'm now not entirely sure what what I can do and what will what we will be able to do in the next few weeks because things are constantly changing. Um, to to not to flog a dead horse, but um, the situation is fluid. Is is uh, is never been a more apt expression, uh, quite yeah. frankly. Yeah, and unfortunately, I think it's probably scenario that the situation is going to get a lot worse before it gets any kind of better so that's a nice cheery point yeah yeah now nick i think we we briefly touched on this before that we've, it was always something we wanted to do was 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 basically sort of chat through the bihe jerseys yeah um <clears throat> so i think if we give everyone the top five honorable mentions and the ugliest jersey available then people will be quite uh quite happy <laughs> Uh, we're just going for current jerseys. We're not throwing any historical throwbacks in there, and I think you know which team I'm referring to. 
I think we can we can go down the historical um, throwback road. If it, if I know who you're talking about, then I think they possibly have the most improved jersey um, in the BIHA. Yes. Um. So. Uh, right. So. Um. If we start with our top five in a, in ascending order. Mm-hmm. Um. So who who have you who have you got at number number five, Nick? Oh. Um. I haven't necessarily ranked them. I, I've I've more got a collection of like nice jerseys, which I then thought we could kind of discuss through and uh, and and see where we put them. Or have you actually ranked them already? Um, not not in particular. I was just going to do it off the hoof like we normally do. But um... ah, yeah. So so in which case, going going off the hoof. Um, uh, I've always thought that the London Dragons jerseys were were nice, simplistic, and a classic uh, a classic look. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think the the London the London ones are really nice. It's nice when they all match though, because they've always got. Yeah, I think especially the the latest one that they've got, kind of with the white with the red, is a nice a nice look. But then also when they all match, the black version of that is is particularly um, sharp. Yeah, it pops a little the black one because you've got the the little red logo at the front, and it's uh, yeah, it's quite it's quite nice. But they all have to match. There's a, there's there's always. Someone that's got one from like four years ago that doesn't look the same as everybody else's. So in other words, someone's wearing Callies. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then there's the <clears throat> you you may not you'll not know this, Nick. A trip down memory lane. The um, their jerseys weren't always uh, white, black, and red. The uh, really? London Dragons I, used to be the London Purples when I started in the in the BIHA. Yeah, I have, I have heard that before. Yeah, and they and they looked sort of like um, you know the old Kings jerseys. Yeah, they. Purpley, goldy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, it's much much improved now. <laughs> yeah, it's much improved now. So they they've definitely improved somewhat. Um, well, I'll 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 throw one in there, Nick, and uh, this this one I don't think will be be too controversial, but I I, I think um, this will be where you're talking about improved jerseys. But the the new Manchester jerseys are very nice. The ones with the big M on the front. Yes. Particularly the navy ones, but the uh, they're, they're they're quite simple. They look like a sort of college American college jersey. Yeah. Um. And uh, and they're definitely the most improved jersey in the BHA. I would say. See, I I don't know whether this is kind of a placebo that whether or not I do like them and I do think they're nice, but I don't know whether I'm kind of thinking that they're extra nice mainly because of the hot pile of garbage that went before them. That's uh, that's not a hot take by any stretch of imagination because even people from Manchester didn't particularly like them. Um, they were horrendous, but I'm sure we'll circle back round to what went before. But yeah, I agree. The the new ones, certainly the first time I saw them, I was like, wow, thank God that's happened. Yeah, yeah, certainly, certainly. Um, I uh, um, I, I don't know. Have you got you got another one to 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 chat about? Um, again, probably. Not the most uncontroversial one, and I'm sure you can comment on this. Um, the Eagles white jerseys, I do, I do rather like the mm. uh, the white with the uh, with the red detailing and uh, and the black numbers, etc. The uh, that look of uh, about two years ago, I think you guys uh, Edinburgh got them. They're uh, they're I'm very very into that kind of look. That was uh, that was a nice uh, a nice jersey. Yeah, um, I. The only thing I don't like about the white ones, and this this will be this will be a, a this is a hot take, is I, I don't like individual flags on club jerseys. 
See, I I do, but maybe if they're not so prominent, like I think maybe a little a little detail below the number or something like that, maybe. Like I don't like the the Mavericks kind of basically. You've got half your chest is 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 a flag, um, but in the same way, I think it does have a does have a little purpose on there. My my only take on that one is, and the reason why we've never done it is, when you get blank jerseys, you've then kind of just got a blank. Yeah. Club uh, jersey slot, and it doesn't really work. Yeah, I mean, not to uh, not to you know draw attention to something else that'll probably disappoint people because it'll probably be cancelled as well. But it's sort of like the Olympics when you get those athletes that don't have an IOC that just come out and uh, <clears throat> just come out as uh, Olympic athletes and yeah. they have a little flag of the Olympics. There's no national anthem for them. And all the rest of it, 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 it kind of, I get where you're coming from. I mean, to me, my, my thing is maybe a little bit deep and uh, maybe I'm overthinking it is the, the flag on your jersey doesn't matter as much as the badge on the front. Yeah, I know. Completely agree. So, uh, you know, I, not that I think people go out there and go, I'm playing for Canada. I'm not playing for the Eagles. But you, you know what I mean? It's just, it, to yeah. me, it's not a necessary thing. And I think they are a little bit big on the Eagles jerseys, if I'm, be, I'm being honest with you. Yeah. Um, but well, I do, I that I would do be, like that would be That would be the only drawback. I've got another one, but I'll, it's your turn. I'll let you go next. Um, well, um, I'm, this this might be controversial for you, Nick, but uh, I, I really like the Newcastle Navy ones. Um, Ooh, when the Navy what, ones? The Navy ones in particular. The white ones, to, I don't know, the white ones to me for under Sheffield's like, look a little dirty. I don't know why, <laughs> but um, but the, the, I, I can't. I you know what the, the funny thing is, I can't even picture the navy ones at the minute. Oh yeah, I can now. Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The, uh, yeah. You know the thing that draws draws back to me there though is I don't picture any of the um, existing roster wearing them. I I I I go back to photos that I've seen of of Miller and Rob wearing those jerseys. Like it's quite uh yeah, it's quite an iconic jersey in in that respect. Yeah, I, I think I like it because it's they've never really changed it, and it's it's quite simple, and it's kind of just like, well, it's obvious we are Newcastle. Um, but the, I, I, the the navy one to me, I don't know, it looks really smart, but obviously it's another one of these ones where everybody has to be wearing it and at the same time. I don't even know if the navy one's still current because. As you and say, then, they don't really wear it very often. And then the the other thing is that goes with that is I've seen very various shades of navy that they've worn from the different suppliers as well, which obviously makes it look like a hodgepodge. But the actual when they are all presented nicely and and they're all worn, I will agree. Yeah, it's a very nice, uh, nice looking jersey. Yeah, yeah. So and uh, yeah, so there you go. I know that was a little controversial for you, Nick, because uh, Newcastle perhaps not your most favourite team in the in the BHA, but. Um, a bit different, a bit different off the wall. What, what's it, what were you going to say next? Well, now, now we're like we must remember, obviously, about the history, Rambo, and where we've been, and what we've done, and and trips that we went on. I'm sure you see where I'm going with this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think we went to Switzerland, didn't we? We did, yes. Uh, and in which case, I think we've both had this conversation before that I'm sure if accidentally in our pigeonholes or mailboxes we found our own version of. We got our own Oxford jerseys. I'm sure we wouldn't have been that upset, would we? Certainly not the Oxford jerseys from Switzerland. Um, I wish they had. I wish they'd kind of made them their their actual jerseys at least for yeah. a bit. Um, I get though that was a very special game. Um, I actually started rewatching it. I got to about 
good bit through the first period um, rewatching it. I'm sure I'll have plenty of time to rewatch it over the next few days. Have you seen that a lot of a lot of people are doing these watch parties now, where obviously they're re restreaming things and you can uh, repost them. Maybe maybe through April, we need to talk to Joe. We could just restream nationals from last year. Well, certainly. I mean, I had one guy um, just to just to segue a little bit. I had one guy who actually said that what we should do is is you get some kind of virtual thing where you put like the player stats in and stuff, and apparently it can it plays like a virtual game. And then we could commentate on that. It sounds way too complicated, but um, people well, people are Joe, asking Joe for us. Got lots of time. Yeah. Well, Dave, Joe, not so much. Joe has a child, so it, she, you know. she can help. <laughs> she's, pro- she's probably brainier than both of us. Let's be honest. Well, yeah. <laughs> got more uh, technical know-how than we have already. Yeah, certainly, certainly. Um, so yeah, no, Nick. Um, th- those Oxford jerseys from from that trip were were absolutely um, fantastic. Not 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 so keen on the Cambridge ones in that occasion, but no, the Oxford and even and even to be fair, the Oxford kind of uh, the standard jersey and even the Cambridge one to an extent, obviously historic jerseys in terms of uh, IWHF and of mind EYJ uh, kind of uh, aspects. But but no, certainly the. I did go through a period with the Oxford one of, of hating the life out of it, mainly because we got pumped a couple of years in accession, succession by the same group of individuals. <laughs> and, yeah. also, and also struggling to work out whether or not it was white with blue stripes or blue with white stripes. And some of the jerseys didn't really match. And some of them were definitely blue with white stripes and some were definitely white with blue. Yeah. I mean, so, you yeah. know, my, uh, my policy um, is normally that if the Steel Queens are going anywhere, the way they're they're white away and they're yeah. red at home. However, when we went to Oxford, I was just like, just pack the red because I'm not sure if the white will clash with the with the navy with the navy slash white jerseys. No, we we had that back back in the day when we had our black jerseys and our white ones. I think we played the nationals finals in black and then the cup the uh, the division final in white, and neither of them really worked. <laughs> um, but then again, yeah. I think that as you remember, Rambo, the uh, colour of the jersey was the least of our problems at that point. <laughs> no, no, I think you had all sorts of other problems, but um, maybe losing your your valuables was probably worse than anything else. But yeah, that um, was a, that was fun times. Yeah, um, the uh, yeah certainly uh, the other thing I, I, would, I would sort of segue back round to is the uh, the Cambridge sort of change jerseys they've had over the years have been pretty. Pretty swanky, some of them. Some better than others, but that that like off-white one. Um, I think it was about three years ago. Um, yeah, the um, the Crocious jersey, as I call it. Yeah, th- that was that was absolutely wicked. I really liked that one, and it was they always seemed to have that sort of just one change jersey for nationals. Yeah. Um, but it was always different every year. They just ordered new ones, and they all kept the same. Obviously, the blue ones are are, are never going to change. They're never going to get rid of those because that's Out of blue. Yeah, the powder blue, the light blue in there, which has been successful for them this year. Well done, um, Cambridge. A, getting all your games in before this all hit, um, and and B, um, and winning a clean sweep um, for the varsity games. Yeah, Every, uh, rather rather one sided from the uh, looks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I never got the chance to sort of keep keep my finger on it because there was a a lot happening those uh, those last couple of weekends where hockey was actually actually taking place but um the uh they they did certainly beat them in everything um and that's 
Not always been the case. Um, certainly, the the higher the higher end, the, the men's blues and the and the women's blues have, have flipped flip flopped quite a bit. Um, but you know that was the first one in Cambridge, and they they historically just sweep them. Yeah, I mean, um, so uh, Nick, any any other jerseys you want to talk about being nice before we, we sort of maybe well, talk about some of the uglier ones? Oh, um. <laughs> I think there's a lot of kind of honourable mentions in terms of there's a lot of a lot of them that we'd go through and say it's nice. It's not necessarily anything anything wrong with it. Um, I think a couple of years ago there was a there was a version of the Coventry and Oxford jersey. It might have been the white one, uh, not Coventry and Oxford, Coventry and Warwick. Uh, there was a version of the white one with kind of black and blue detailing, which was quite nice, but. Yeah, um, they've got that. Of course, they've got that kind of like very poppy pink one at the moment. Um, in the in the blue, the blue it pops, and then in the white one, I'm not sure about the white one. It looks like someone's back tattoo shown through a white t-shirt. Um, yeah, I remember. That's because it hasn't hasn't that got like the grey decal of like the panther on the back. Yeah, but it does look like somebody like somebody in the gym who's sweaty, and it's their back tattoo shown through a t-shirt. Yeah, I think we'll, we'll, we'll circle back round because that's personally one of my least favourite things. So uh, we can, uh, that jersey will be making an appearance shortly on another shortlist. Yeah, I mean, a couple of things I'm, I'm gutted about um, jersey-wise. I'm, I'm disappointed they're, they're now they're now lodged, but I'm disappointed we're never going to get to see the well, not going to get not that we're never, but we're not going to get to see the Northeast Angels jerseys. Yeah, um, you, they, you, you're one of only very few people, three people, who've, who've seen those Rambo, so uh, people won't know necessarily what you're on about, but they are uh, a thing of beauty. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, that's that's certainly one of the things I'm, I'm a little bit disappointed about. Um, yeah, I, and I'm, I'm a little disappointed that we're not going to, we're not going to, we're not going to see the Queens playing the, the Cambridge Blues in, in Tier 4. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah. that's that's another another thing. Um, I, I know I know I sound like a homer, but I, I do love the Steel Queens jerseys, um, both of them. Yeah, no, no, I agree, especially the white ones for me, definitely. Um, see, that, the white, the red. That's that's see, this is the weird one. A lot of people like the red over the white, and it, it, I'm I'm kind of never really sure which one I prefer. I just like them. Uh, a tip of the slipper, as they say to to Dave for for designing the logo. Uh, and those ones and um, the uh, and the uh, but it was Ali Cree essentially from Jersey 53 that that put together the rest of the design. Um, well, Ali Cree's minions. I don't know who they were particularly. His <laughs> Czech minions. He's, he's, yeah, his Czech minions sorted us out with with the with the rest of the design. So, uh, yeah, I do like those. Um, another Jersey, a newcomer Jersey, uh, Glasgow. I think the black one to me is a little bit basic, but I really like the white one. Um, I don't know if you've seen the black one because you played them when they were in white, or you're not um, a big fan. I haven't seen the black one, but I, I just kind of looked at them and it was just too Sheffieldy for me. Yeah, that's always a disappointment. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I looked at it and it was like, oh, it looks like the bears have got new. Ju- oh no, it's not the bears; it's the stags. <laughs> yeah, the the bears the bears are another team that their jerseys never match. No, because uh, there's like different logos, different versions, different X, Y, and Z. To be fair, I will give it this: the Hallam white with the uh, burgundy purple kind of uh, varsity jerseys are always nice. They, cert- they certainly are, and um, it, the uh, I think Hallam 
have always won that varsity game, maybe. I think pretty much. Yeah. So yeah, which is weird because the 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 actual Bears jerseys are all black and yellow, um, but the Hallam, the more successful university, doesn't have any of their colours in it. So, <laughs> which, to be fair, I think it'd be a nice transition if they did go to those colours. It is a nice. Um, Nice colour, something that's not been picked up by any of the other teams. Yeah, certainly. Um, and we could maybe, I mean, obviously you play home, you put home and away, so um, you could uh, you could you could have one like purple from and white each institution. Yeah, yeah. So you could from each institution for your home and away. Um, I mean, it's nice to have a home and away. Um, not them. We're talking to you. Uh, you get in there, I think, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, keep seeing all these white people keep buying these white jerseys. I've never seen them on the ice. Not well, apart also, from it's also version eighty four of the white jersey. Yeah, at least it doesn't have the uh, the old Times New Roman nonsense going on at the back. <laughs> well, all right, should we should we start off the um, start off the worst jerseys? Let, let's start off the worst jerseys with Nottingham. Um, yeah, <laughs> like I'm not gonna lie, the Times New Roman font and then the very off pale green lime green. And the is it is it the one from about five or six years ago that had the BYJ logo like quite big on the chest in the that's, middle? That's right. Yeah, the um even their green ones have been varying shades of absolute mess. Um, so yeah, they're they're just not done well, Nottingham, with their jerseys. And then of course there was the whole thing that <clears throat> we have green, so we don't clash with anybody. And then I don't remember right that you went to play them in red, and they, they asked you to change because somebody was colourblind on their team. <laughs> yep, yep, that's what we had. <laughs> yeah. Um, funny story about colourblind actually. Just to just to go off on a tangent, um, I was I was listening to the Scottish Rugby Union podcast. One of their players was colourblind, and they were playing a game in the snow. And because they obviously normally they paint the lines like red yeah. if it's snowing, because he was colourblind, they had to like paint the lines pink <laughs> so all the lines were like bright fluorescent pink and um, so he could see them because he wouldn't have been able to see the lines <laughs> that wouldn't be fun <laughs> um, well, play on the wing. no he was a scrum half actually um, so that would that would have been a bit bizarre so yeah Nottingham, Nottingham definitely I think going to the sort of more ugly category um, now I think we should get them out of the way because we did mention them in the nice category as well, but Manchester's jerseys before these ones... Oh, my God. <laughs> were, ...were possibly the most horrendous thing. Trainy a... McTrain face with star wipe. <laughs> yeah. And then, do you remember the ones... The, the original ones had bullet holes in the number. <laughs> yeah. They were the worst. What, why? Why, 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 was it, why did they have bullet holes in the numbers? I really don't know. It looked like it looked like you know like that sort of uh, Emmanuel cheese or whatever it is or Emmanuel cheese sorry like someone had taken that as the font. It was so bad, um, and there were there were just the color combination was just kind of you know it was it was like oh, the the white the blue the red the white the yellow purple I think there was a purple in it and it looked like someone had got like a navy top and then like. Ten kids had puked sunny delight all over it. But to, um, be, but to be fair, and uh, and I think we should obviously. Um, I'm guessing have you you seen the the news? <laughs> um, uh, so, oh, I would not imagine this. Let me just triple check before um, before I say this. Uh, uh, carry on. Fill fill some time. 
Yeah, so that was the Manchester one. I'm, I'm not sure if uh, <laughs> this is the first time we've had any journalistic integrity with Nick actually checking that something's properly done. Yeah, uh, I, 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 and in which case, sorry, circling back round to the uh, the Manchester thing, um, congratulations, obviously, to uh, to BYT stalwarts, Andrew McKinnon and, uh, and Philippa. Yes, well, oh yeah, congratulations um, to uh, both of them. Um um, and, and mainly, I was, I was mainly my comment was going to be based around the fact that actually um, it was quite convenient how Mac could change his hair, dye colour every year to match a different component of that jersey. Yes, yes, he did. He has done that over the years, and uh, he's, 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 he's definitely a, a Manchester Metro's uh, man through and through. I would say. Um, now, if we move on from Manchester, I, I think we'll both agree on this one. Um, the, the the change for Birmingham Lions has not been kind to them on the jersey front. Right. Uh, <laughs> the Birmingham Lions thing goes beyond beyond this. It's the fact that, and again, to be honest, I don't really blame Birmingham for this because I'm guessing this is their AU dictating this. But there is a sorry state of affairs when they're getting dictated to and some of the jerseys that they've turned up in in the past, at least in the live stream era, like, and made by companies that obviously have got not a clue about ice hockey, not a clue. And yeah. some of the jerseys that they've turned up in have been absolutely horrendous. Yeah. Like, where, where do you want to start in terms of the size of the names and numbers on the back is always a comical one? <laughs> yeah, it definitely is. It's like skinny, so skinny, the writing compared to everything else is, yeah, it's just. And then, and then the numbers about, the numbers are kind of square rather than obviously rectangular. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, the the white ones that they've had were horrendous, with kind of the little bits of golden red on it. Yeah, that. <laughs> I'm guessing that was the one that you were referring to. The white ones are definitely the uglier of the of the of the two. Um, but it's a it, like it's, it's it's a photo finish. Yeah, yeah, the red ones aren't much better, to be fair. Um, and if and and to be honest, they've not really improved since because obviously they get new ones nearly every year. And have not really improved. I think the very first version they had when they changed from being the Eagles to the Lions many, many years ago now. Yeah. Um, the first one they had was actually quite nice because I had like the sort of the red and then it had like a lion on it. Yeah. Um, but since then, they've been worse and worse and worse. And I, I know that there'll be people from Birmingham who may listen to this and be really annoyed because they don't have much say in what their jerseys look like. But. Which is why yeah. I put the caveat out there that I apologise because I realise it's probably out of their control. Yeah, yeah. Um, but still, go go talk to someone about it because uh, it's not good. Present yourself better than that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think all in all, the um, I mean, one team that I think has got their jerseys are quite nice and they had those really nice blue and off white ones was the Imperial. But yes. The de- the devil on the Imperial still to me still to me looks like. The devil got really cold and then discovered meth. Um, <laughs> it just looks so we, tra- we transcended from jerseys to logos. I thought we, we could keep that for another podcast. Oh, maybe, maybe. I just, I, I couldn't help myself there. But um, no, like, yeah. And then just going a little bit further, not very far away, where do you stand on the whole Yeti situation? Well, I was about to go for... And my vote for the ugliest jersey currently in the BIHA 
is is the Yeti's jersey, and and this is indiscriminate. It's not they've got one white one that's nice, and they're they're both absolutely horrendous. And the other thing is, they're not easy in the eye because the fonts on the back don't always match. The no. colours, the shades of purple don't always match. <laughs> and yeah, they they are horrendous. Well done, Manchester, for moving out of the way and leaving I, Imperial, uh, leaving leaving UCL uh, Yetis to finally win something. Yeah, uh, yeah, the Yetis have won some things, but um, normally they're normally a lot better at the non-checking ranks, I would say, than the in the checking ranks, the Yetis. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so Nick Kim, I know that I know that it's not happening this year, but it, it looks like we'll probably keep it for next year. Um, if we move away from jerseys for a minute and talk a little bit about about hockey, since we are a hockey player, um, the the new format was introduced just before everything got cancelled. <laughs> Created quite a buzz for two days. Yeah, um, until until it got cancelled. What, what, I mean, what what was your thoughts on that and 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 trying to make every game count throughout the whole weekend? I was so excited because obviously it was going to be my last nationals and new. Format and it was a real good opportunity to make sure that every every game mattered, if you know what I mean. And you still had potential, even if even in that big checking competition. I, well, I was personally quite excited that obviously um, we were drawn against and we were going to play against Sheffield A, which um, obviously, as you'll know, had uh, obviously Lawson Glassby on there, which is the obviously longtime uh, teammate and uh, and friend. Was going to get a chance to play against him. We were also playing against Edinburgh, which would have been nice because. Uh, Obviously, I know a couple of boys on there from from a long time ago, and obviously played against them a number of times, so that would have been nice. And uh, no, it, it was going to be it was a it was a fresh way of approaching kind of kind of nationals, and it was going to be uh, it was going to be interesting. I'm sure there was going to be a lot of different people taking a lot of different tactics in terms of um, you could potentially take the Saturday off, and obviously you've still got a lot to play on for on the Sunday if you're going to be ballsy enough to do that, but. Um, no, it was it was going to really give us something new to look at. Don't get me wrong. I think we both know there would have been some kinks and some ironing out that would have needed to be done and lots of Joe tearing his hair out about who's ranked fifth, sixth, fourth, third, whatever. <laughs> but I think we would have got there and it would have been it would have completely and utterly changed the outlook of that weekend, I think. Yeah, yeah. I'm 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 hoping that now that we've got a whole year to build the bus up that um it'll be good, it'll be successful and um, you know, if if all things being equal, it goes ahead like that next next year. Um, with the view that obviously in previous years we've had on Saturday, especially in Tier One, you know, like teams that are just they just can't be bothered, or they've got a few injuries, so they're wanting to some of them coming to us and saying, "Oh, can we just forfeit this game and and stuff?" You know, teams will still have something to play for because they could potentially get the Tier Two or Tier Three trophy. Um, we might rename those. You never know. Um, it might be. I the, think. I think we'll have to because otherwise, currently we've got two tier threes. <laughs> well, I think. I think that was the thing. That's why when we put the non-checking out, that I deliberately put tier one non-checking slash tier four, uh, yep. tier three. Sorry, uh-huh. um, just so everybody could see what we were what we we're actually doing. Um, when we t- so so, which one are you renaming the Grey Cup? The Grey Cup. Um, well, that that's that's copyrighted, so it'll have to be like the Grey. Um, the Great Goose or something. Oh, that's also Between... that's also a thing. <laughs> well, well, well done. But what, the 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 Great Cup in Canada is actually spelt your way. No, it's not. It's not. It's actually spelt 
Christian so Kingsley. So there you go. We were, we're around that straight away. Yeah, um, and there's no possibility of passing off because I don't think that um, that crosses international borders, so we should be fine. So the Grey Cup um, could be could be our tier three trophy since that's the one that essentially I've added. And the uh, this this the Staten Bowl. Mm-hmm. The Staten Bowl. Well, do you know that the um, actual tier one nationals has a plate already? The Rollison plate. Yes, it does. If we, I mean, if we ever if we ever find it. But <laughs> so, yeah, well, whoever's what, whatever, whatever, probably Mike Chalossi or someone eating their dinner off it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I think uh, I'm not sure if the, there's like the Hopkins plate or something's the second the second tier or if that's the first tier of non-checking. I always get mixed up. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll be able to find these things, but I, I definitely think it'd be nice if they were all they were all named. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I do think it would be quite good, and then people would know what they're what they're playing for. Um, and it, it gives you it gives you the boost of trying to get into get a buy into the semi-finals as well. So you've got a potentially more tired opponent, um, and then you've got the you know if you finish dead last in your group, you've still got a chance to go and win a trophy. So yeah, and you're going to play against other teams that were of a similar standard. Exactly. So it all it all filters through because um, obviously, and I'm not picking on them. Well, I suppose to some extent I am, but the Southampton invariably are different in nationals than they are throughout the year. Um, and yeah. you know, someone like them, it's like, where do you where do you stick them if you've got tier one and tier two? Um, when you've got ten tier one teams that, well, in aren't... which case they can play to where they should be. Exactly, they could they could have won their group and ended up in tier one. They might have only been the standard, of, like a, a, they might not have been that standard, so they might have ended up in tier two or tier three. So. It, it gives everyone the, the chance to, to find their level by competing with each other um, across the board. So that's that. and also, I think it would have encouraged what we wanted to do, which how many times have we said that some of the top Division 2 teams would, would wipe the floor with some of the lesser lesser runs in Division 1? And we would have had a chance to see that and, and see how some of these better Div 2 teams would do against some of the big boys and get some upsets, especially in some uh, shorter format games. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, you could you could get a team that has a fast start, shorter format game, get a couple of goals, and then the 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 big boys who think they they should just win that game are then fighting for their lives to to keep to to win. <laughs> so um, yeah, um, yeah. So that that that's that's the new format, and that's kind of the thoughts behind it. Um, the less said about the poor IES people, the better. But um, I will I will I will tell you on the podcast that. Um, we had, uh, we had two coaches for each team. Um, they, uh, they could have named other members of their staff themselves, but we had uh, Mike Solossi for the men's with uh, Kevin McGlynn from Oxford, Nick. And, uh, that's an, a name that will be familiar to yourself. Maybe giving you some nightmares um, from playing against him. Yeah, I still have nightmares. You can just bring that back. <laughs> he's, a, he's a big, strong boy. and uh, he, um, I, I got in touch with him about IES and said, does he want to be involved? And he was like, "Well, they're not playing. I'm too old." But uh, <laughs> what, what about um, helping helping out um, behind the bench? Um, and I said yes. And so I got him and Mike together um, on a sort of group chat thing. They really hit it off. Um, spoke like I wasn't there. It was great. Uh, <laughs> and then um, on the other side of it, uh, we had um, Kirsten Deaton, who um, played for plays with the Bradford Ice Wolf, but previously played for Kingston Diamonds. Um, and is now coaching junior level Bradford Cannibals, um, and she was going to be supported by 
uh, one of our favourites um, and a uh, friend of the pod and a uh, true gent, um, the great Gattenby, Matt Gattenby. Um, so that would have been nice to, to unfortunately, it's not going to happen this year. Maybe it'll happen next year, but it would have been nice to have someone with, you know, that's put a lot of work into BIHA that people get on with and he, you know, he's, he's, it, it would be nice to have those people on board, but uh, thank you for putting yourselves forward, essentially. Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah. Um, now, Nick, um, obviously people are, as you say, April, people aren't going to know what to do. Um, I think we'll probably do some more podcasts. I don't know if we'll do them all through April because you'll probably have families and wives that will think we're neglecting them while they're struggling to get to deal with things in this in this current climate. But um, I thought we could chat about some some things that some recommendations we may have for people to to watch on Netflix or whether it's music or whatever. Have you have you got any of those? Well, we'll start with Netflix then. I'm not music's not necessarily my genre so we'll start we'll start with netflix and tv what um what have you what have you watched recently rambo then you start as well well um i have to say i'm i'm, I'm getting into stuff rec- uh, more recently that um hasn't isn't necessarily netflix originals it's stuff that people have maybe said you should watch this you should watch that so um, i've been watching uh suits back um uh-huh. and there was a big gap in suits with like writer strikes and stuff so are, are, are you are you just wishing that you you were that was what your life was like yeah, yeah. Um, that was what your legal career is like. I wish that was my legal career, and I wish I had a secretary um, like like Donna um, to some extent. <laughs> um, but <laughs> the uh, so that I've been watching Suits. I've been watching. Um, it, I've been starting to watch It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I'm only into like the second or third season, um, but people had sort of recommended that to me. It's uh, it's. I don't know how the first couple of seasons would translate today. To be to be honest with you, it's pretty uh, it's pretty ropey some of it, um, but I've been watching that um, and uh, and yeah, I mean before that on Netflix, I would definitely recommend The Good Place. Oh yes, I was about to say that. Yes, 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 Rambo. Yeah, it's 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 light, it's it's entertaining, but it's also you know it's, it's kind of thoughtful as well. I I, I really like it. Um, and if you've not oh, also also like not to go into details for you, but I'm sure you could talk about this, Rambo. The twist in the first season. Did did you see that coming? I did not. No, I didn't see that coming at all. No, neither um, did I. In which case, I'm sure um, Bethy sat next to me will vouch for the the look on my face of of pure just shock as to what the fork just happened. Yeah, exactly. I definitely recommend that. I mean, I think the good place. I've not spoken to anyone that thinks it's is is total rubbish. Put it that way. No, um, exactly. It's a, it's a, uh, definitely worth a watch. They're only uh, they're short episodes as well. 20, 20, 25 minutes. Yeah, I mean you can. That, well, that's a good thing, and it's a gift and a curse because you can blast through it really quickly, and then you've got to th- you've got to think of something else to do. Yeah. But, um, yeah. yeah, definitely worth a watch. Yeah, um, and the the other one the other one that um, I don't know when the next season will be out is um, is Glow. Uh, which is uh, it is called it's short for Glorious Ladies of Wrestling. It's a sort of thing based on um, a wrestling program that they had back in the eighties that very short lived um, called Glorious Ladies of Wrestling. Um, it stars uh, Betty uh, Gilpin um, and a few other people who are lesser known, but it's really really entertaining. It's really funny and sort of got all these sort of daft twists and 
and turns along the way. And if you just want something to make you laugh and make you forget about the world outside, then then it's definitely the way to go. Um, and uh, Alison Brie's in it, who I believe is married to Dave Franco. So that maybe tells you a bit about her um, her ability to laugh at, at things. Um, so yeah, I would I would definitely recommend those two. Nick, you got you got any others? Um, we've just started uh, rewatching uh, Westworld from the beginning. I uh, I'd never seen it before, and to be honest, I'd love to tell you what it's about, but I'm still trying to work that out for myself. <laughs> yeah, I kind of started that um, at a time where I had a lot of stuff going on as I normally do, and uh, I have to say that. Um, that <laughs> it was a bit heavy to start when you've got other stuff going on in your life. Yeah, so, like we 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 started it because uh, they're quite long episodes as well, just over an hour, and it takes a lot of mental concentration. It's not something that I think it's something that if you've got time, which a lot of people are going to have a lot of time in the hand, something that you can binge watch if you can give it attention. But it's also something that, um, it, like you said, it's very heavy watch in terms of. Uh, you need to. You need to. It's not something you can kind of passively have on the background. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. No, I, I totally agree with that. And I, I think, I mean, Netflix is a big one to recommend because obviously TV is going to start slowing down because there's not going to be the ability to to make fresh TV um, for a while uh, because people are not going to be able to have close contact with each other and stuff. I'm sure yeah. South Park can keep cranking out episodes since it takes them about four point two seconds to actually make one, um, but. Apart from that, there's not going to be fresh TV. So Netflix and going through the archive of that is probably the way to go. Mm-hmm. Um, keep yourself sane. Um, other things I think people should be doing is 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 obviously going and getting on. Make sure you've got like a Skype or Zoom or whatever the crazy kids use these days. And keep keep up to date with your friends, especially those who maybe had to flee and go back to you know America, Canada. Um, just keep 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 in touch with them all and, and keep in touch with each other. Um, and I think, well, I don't know if I, I don't want to speak for you, Nick, but certainly if, if anyone is feeling like really bad or really low or anything just now because things are a bit rubbish, then then if you're really struggling, you can always drop a message in the BIHA message box and say, look, I'm having a bad time. You know, can you can you try and help or something? And I, I will try and help. Um, no, yeah, uh, I think. One thing that I've noted and I think is so crucially important is obviously there is a big transition from obviously I think anyone who's anyone by now knows the protocols as what we're supposed to be doing right now in terms of washing our hands, singing happy birthday, all the rest of the mumbo jumbo. But in the same way, I think there's a lot of there's a big transition here to obviously the isolation element of this and uh, people's mental health. And it is so important for everyone just to remember that everyone's in this together. Um, and as as just looking at there, obviously we've just been talking about something like Netflix. They can host these watch parties now, where people can watch together and yeah. and and using like a Google Chrome extension, apparently, and things like that. So there's there's loads of things going to be out there, but people just need to remember that at the end of the day, this is this is physical social distancing, not necessarily like <laughs> online social distancing. People need to remember that uh, everyone's in it together and just look out for each other mainly like it, it's massively important yeah i mean we're lucky enough to live in an age where with technology um we are in a position to to still um you know contact and speak to each other i mean years ago many years ago even even 30 40 40 years ago you'd be stuck in a cave you know hiding from people and not be able to speak to anyone 
Yeah. Uh, with nothing but yourself for company. So, yeah, you, you we're, we're lucky. We're in this together. Um, I think, Nick, it, we, we'll maybe try and roll around and do a pod in the next week or uh, another week or two weeks or yeah, something. Yeah, maybe we do it every, every two weeks, maybe a week to two weeks. Yeah, two weeks gives Dave a chance to... To process them. Um, one thing I will, I will, uh, I will promo just now, Nick. It wasn't meant to happen. It was meant to be an interview for this pod. But uh, um, I, uh, I interviewed you and Heels, um, and which t- what turned into an hour and fifty minute long um, pod special, um, which will wow. be coming out just after this pod. So if you if you're really bored, you've got that to look forward to. Um, I don't know if you know Ewan, but you and I played for GBU in the first first trip they ever had um, to university. Uh, he's played professional hockey with the Five Flyers, played with the Eagles. Um, he's, to be fair, he's played with quite a lot of teams. He's retired about twenty times as well. Um, but he's he's a genuine genuine uh, fountain of hockey knowledge. So that's something you can listen to. It was supposed to be like a twenty minute interview for this, but it just I just flowed and I just let it flow. And um, there you go. So that's a, that's that'll be released as a pod special because um, it it was meant to be an interview. And I think the other person I'm trying to get hold of, Nick, um, for the next pod, perhaps, is the uh, Elite Prospects guy. Yeah, no, that would be, uh, we, we talked briefly about that the other day. That would be uh, pretty interesting. Yeah, so the Elite Prospects guy, and obviously if you want to, if you want to come on the pod and, and have a chat about anything, um, get in touch with Nick can interview or I can interview you. We can both interview you. We can make arrangements, so please get in touch. Perfect. Okay, um, Nick, on that note, I think um, I'm pretty sure my dad just popped his head in to say that he's making me a bacon piece um, <laughs> and, and to hurry up. So uh, on that note, Nick, um, I, I think we should say say goodbye to everyone and wish everyone all the best. And we'll be back in you know two, two or three weeks with, with another pod to keep you all company. Uh, keep your eye on the BHA we- um, Facebook page as well for any updates about anything that's going on. Um, obviously, as we get through the other side of this, things will update and we'll, there may be more hockey or whatever to play. Um, so so stay in touch with us and, and take care of each other and stay safe. Um, Nick, you got any, any final words on that? No, I think you said it there. Main thing is, guys, like this is for the best of everybody. Um, stay safe, look after each other. So that's a goodbye from me. And a goodbye from me.